the top. He's going to show like he's going to turn it just for a second, and then he hits the gas again and gets... Hello and good morning. Welcome to episode 321 of Ozzy Tells All. It is Halloween morning and also my birthday. And I want to thank everyone out there so far who has sent me a text or a Facebook message or a Facebook post. It means the world to me. All right. Well, now we appreciate that. Now we go to... The Seattle Sports Roundup Podcast. Here we go. Let's start off on the hockey rink with the Seattle Kraken. On Monday, the Kraken play host to the Red Hot Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken did not waste any time and draw first blood. Goal scored by Jimmy Alexiak, assisted by Daniel Sprong and Yanni Gord. Just two minutes and 20 seconds into the contest. A couple minutes later, the Kraken make it 2 nothing. A goal is scored by Morgan Geeky, assisted by Brandon Tanev and Vince Dunn. After one period, it's 2 nothing Kraken. 4.46 into the period, the Kraken strike again, 3 to nothing. Goal scored by Daniel Sprong, assisted by... Brandon Tanev, those guys are getting it done today, boys, let me tell you. All right, now the Sabres are on the board at 12.25 into the period. Goal by Dylan Cousins, assisted by Vinny Hinostrozoa and Erasmus Dahlin. Now the Kraken struck again. 16.07 into the period power play goal, scored by Jared McCann. Yes, he can. Assisted by Andre Burkowski and Vince Dunn. Now we head to the third period, and the Kraken put this game away with a power play goal. 9.45 into the period. Matty Beneers assisted by Justin Schultz and Daniel Sprong. Sprong is getting a lot of, of play today. Now Kraken with win, win this one 5-1, to one, and a tremendous outing by Kraken goalie Martin Jones. Top 15 of 16 shots to help the Kraken dominate the Sabres 5 2-1 to kick off the three-game homestand. All right. Now, Vancouver is now in Seattle on Wednesday, no, on Thursday night. Vancouver strikes first for a few minutes into the first period. Goal by Ilya Mikheyev, assisted by Luke Shen and Andre Kuzmenko. Now, late in the period, Kraken tied it up. Goal scored by Jamie Alexiak. Assisted by Justin Schultz and Brandon Tanev. Kraken score with 15 seconds left in the period to take a 2-1 lead. Goal scored by Jared McCann. Yes, he can. Assisted by Yanni Gord and Vince Dunn. Now, four minutes into the second, second period, Vancouver ties it up. Goal scored by Ilya Mikiev. Assisted by Sheldon Dries and Connor Garland on a power play goal. Now, five minutes later, Vancouver takes a 3-2 lead. Goal scored by Andre Kuzmenko. Assisted by J.T. Miller and Elias Pedersen on a power play goal. The Kraken have the equalizer goal. Scored by Matty Beneers. Assisted by... 
Jaden Schwartz and Jordan Eberle. Little over a minute into the third period, Vancouver makes a 4-3 lead, takes a 4-3 lead, and a goal scored by Elias Pettersson, assisted by Luke Shen. And 18-35 into the third, Vancouver gets an empty netter goal scored by Connor Garland. Makes it 5-3 Vancouver Canucks. But the Kraken aren't done yet. They strike back with a goal with 30 seconds left in the game. Goal scored by Jaden Schwartz, assisted by Jordan Eberle and Andre Burkowski. Power play goal. Kraken fall 5-4 on the scoreboard, but won three out of three fights, so that's fun <laughs> as well. All right, now we head to Saturday night. Kraken play host to the loaded Pittsburgh Penguins. We have an entertaining yet scoreless first period. Both goalies are making tremendous saves, especially Kraken goalie Martin Jones. With 10.05 into the second period, the Penguins are on the board first with the goal scored by Jake Gunsel. The Kraken with the equalizer goal at 11.20 into the period. Goal scored by Jordan Eberle, assisted by Jaden Schwartz. And Maddie Beniers. Then the Kraken take the lead, 1833 into the second period, scored by Morgan Geeky, assisted by Daniel Sprong and Vince Dunn. And Geeky's goal was sick. It was just a, it was a crazy ass angle. It went top shelf. It was just redonkulous, redonkulous. And then 19 minutes into the final period, the Kraken sealed the game. Goal scored by Jaden Schwartz, assisted by Alexander Wenberg and Brennan Tanev with an empty netter and finished the homestand winning two out of three games. Martin Jones stopped 32 of 33 goals, I mean shots, and had some gems. Unbelievable goal stops. I was in awe of his magic work last that 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 night. Now, I have decided to just keep the Blazers portion short and sweet because it's Seattle sports, random not, Portland sports also. All right, well, there you go. Well, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, will be out one to two weeks with a calf strain. Blazers smoked the Nuggets, lost to Miami, and put it on the Rockets. As the Blazers go to 5-1 and one on the season they play at home, on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock against the Memphis Grizzlies on ESPN. All right, now this brings us to the Seahawks, who played last night, who played yesterday, to, and they played host to the New York Giants. The Giants at the time were 6-1. and one. The first quarter left us scoreless after both defenses were up to the challenge. We're stout. Now, we move ahead to the second quarter as Geno Smith finds a wide-open DK Metcalf, who, may I add, is not human and did not miss any time due to his injury last week. So now it's 7-0 Hawks early second quarter. Tyler Lockett fumbles the ball. Giants recover in two plays later. Saquon Barkley ties it up with a touchdown run. It's now seven to seven. With a minute left, with a minute and forty-two seconds left in the half, Jason Myers knocks down a thirty-five yard field goal, making it ten to seven Hawks at the half. 
And six minutes into the third quarter, the Giants tied up with a Graham Gano field goal. Now it's 10 to 10. And then went 247 left in the third quarter. Jason Myers field goal was partially blocked and doinked it over for a 13 to 10 lead. Now the Giants tied up with another Graham Gano field goal at the 11:24 mark of the fourth quarter. Two minutes later, Geno Smith finds Tyler Lockett for a 33-yard touchdown, and the Hawks take a lead of 20-13 in the fourth quarter. And then with five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Ken Walker scampers for a 16-yard touchdown to ice the game. Hawks win 27-13. The defense showed up. The only touchdown they gave up was a short touchdown run that previously was a turnover by Tyler Lockett. So, other than that, they gave up, take that out, they gave up six points. That's that's pretty amazing. All right, now we head into our Northwest clip of the day. Here we go. They would love a base hit into the gap, and they could win it with junior speed, the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch on the way to Edgar Martinez. Swung on the line down the left field line for a base hit. Here comes Joy. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. It just continues. My, oh, my. Edgar Martinez with a double ripped down the left. All right, yeah, that was the 95 ALDS game in the Kingdom in Seattle against the New York freaking Yankees. And every time that, every time, oh man, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, Martin, Edgar Martinez drives in a double into the gap, scores two, including Ken Griffey Jr. and Joey Cora to win the game. Jr. at the bottom of the dog pile with his million-dollar smile. Always gives me goosebumps every time I see that, that play or hear it on the radio. Hearing the great, great and late Dave Niehaus. Call it Go M's. All right, boys and girls. We're now to the end of our podcast today. Also, the Huskies were off this week, so they were on a bye week. Nothing to update you on them, but they play Friday night in Corvallis against the Oregon State Beavers. All right, now we end the podcast, as you guys know, with a little food corner ranking. Since since it is Halloween, my birthday, Halloween, um, we are going to rank... My favorite top five Halloween candies will go from five to one. Let me know what you think are your top five. Send me a message, uh, text, text me or Facebook me, whatever you want to do. But yeah, here we go. Top five Halloween candies for me. Number five. Let's go with a little Twix bar, a little, little, little caramel, little nugget. Yeah, I, chocolate, I love Twix. Number five for sure. Now... I could go Twix or Milky Way, but FI, FI, but we'll go with Twix. Number four, we have little Kit Kat bar. That's you can't give me a break. Give me a break off that Kit Kat bar. Give me the Kit Kat, man. Give all the time. All right. Number three, 
We have a Butterfinger. Oh, peanut butter and the chocolate. Oh, man, it's so good. Number two. We go with the Snickers bar. Yes. You can't obey your thirst. Not Sprite. Um, I don't know Snickers slogan, but it's fantastic. And number one. The best Halloween candy of all time, without a doubt, is the Reese's Cups. My number one seed of any candy, of any generation, of any flavor, I'm going Reese's Cups all day long. God, they're so good. Oh, And candy corn, I'll give you as an honorable mention. Because candy corn always gets a bad rap, but I love candy corn. I really do. All right. Well, that's the podcast for this show, folks. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And peace out. Peace out.